Good morning, everybody. Let me make sure my vocals are right. Oh, wow. It's right. Okay. Never mind. It's been a few days, so I just want to make sure I have the mi right microphone. Sometimes my computer resets, and it'll reset to the... Oh, I better share this. It's a big one, you guys. So I'm going... First, I'm going to share this. I don't understand why it says that. God, I don't understand sometimes. My hair's on the fuzz today, you guys. It's a new month. Let's just say that right off the bat. It is a new month. It's probably why. Is the third, fourth, fifth, <laughs> I chose. God is clever, you guys. God is so very clever. Five, six, I'm not going to do all these, seven, eight. Okay, let me tell you, God never had to force me to do anything. He always sat back and let me chose. Let me choose. This morning I realized that. So we're going to go off topic. We still have to do, you guys, we still got to finish up Ephesians 5 man and how it blends in with the Proverbs 31 woman, okay? Don't, I'm not gonna forget that, that's tomorrow, I promise, because I have tomorrow morning off, and so I'll have extra time to really blend those two together. Oh, that's so good. God had me on a different topic, you guys. It's a new month, first of all. Last week, God did some things to me. He pulled some things out of me. He changed me in a week. That is crazy. I don't know how he did it. Like this. He just opened my eyes. And that those petals I talk about in our heart, he literally peeled back the last one. And I don't feel so afraid anymore of life. How do I want to begin this, you guys? We're going to talk about a topic that is going to maybe upset some people. Some people want, might want to argue. 
Some people are going to have the internal pull. You're going to feel conflicted. What I'm going to talk about is going to conflict you. And for anybody who goes to church on a regular basis. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's going to conflict you. Oh, man, are you making breakfast? Okay. So we're going to talk about reincarnation. How did this topic come up? So I was taking a walk this morning. I'm just going to come out with it, you guys. This is a hard topic to talk about because no, not a lot of people believe in this. I will have people that will argue... And that's what makes it so hard. Reincarnation. I want to talk about a point in the Bible where Jesus actually talks about it. How do I want to begin? I want to talk about that. How do I want to begin, you guys? I do believe in it. I know it's real. I know it's real because God has shown me. I've had a past life. Several. Um, when I had my awakening to God, he showed me my very first life. I fell into it, into a meditation. Well, an angered meditation, but he showed me. There are people I know now, Gina, you were one of them. We know we've had a past life. <laughs> we've just been trying to piece it together. And we each have little bits and pieces. We've heard the term old soul and baby soul, new soul. That's a real thing. But many people squash it. And what is the time? How do I want to say this? Back in the day, religiously, just like the Pharisees did. This is what Jesus was trying to point out in the Pharisees. People used fear and God's word to control people. You're going to go to hell. You're going to burn. They put all these things and use them to create fear in people so that people would be more controllable. When you hear those things, you fear. You have fear. That's not God. God is not fear. So when I was going through the Bible last year with God, he showed me some things. And one of them was in Matthew. And it comes from, and that's the verse listed, verse 17, or chapter 17, verse 12. But I say to you that Elijah has come already, and they did not know him, but did to him whatever they wished. Likewise, the Son of Man is also about to suffer at their hands. Jesus was speaking to the disciples, as well as... Who else was Eve speaking to? Further, further back it says, And his disciples said to him, saying, Why then do the scribes say Elijah must come first? And Jesus answered them, Indeed, Elijah is coming first, and will restore all things. Elijah was back in 2 Kings. I don't know the full story of Elijah, but Elijah was unveiled spiritually to see what God was trying to show him. 
In 2 Kings chapter 6, verse 17, And Elijah prayed and said, Lord, I pray, open his eyes that he may see. Then the Lord opened his eyes of the young man, and he saw, and behold, the mountain was full of horses and chariots of fire all around Elijah. They were going to war, and the men that were with Elijah were worried that they weren't going to be able to defeat the enemy. And Elijah was very close to God like this. And Elijah was praying to God, God, open this young man's eyes that he may see what I am seeing spiritually that you have unveiled to me. Who is Elijah? Who is Elijah that, that Jesus is talking about? So let's go back to Matthew chapter 17. It goes, the disciples understood that he spoke to them of John the Baptist. But I want to find the part, you guys. See, and I have to go back because I did not research this, and I should have researched. here it is you guys when the pharisees actually inwardly admitted that they knew that john the baptist who they had beheaded allowed to be beheaded by king herod okay he was beheaded for speaking the truth the pharisees knew all along he was elijah reincarnated and here it goes from chapter 21 verse 25 the baptism of John, where was it from? From heaven or from men? This is the Pharisees asking, was it the Pharisees? No. The Pharisees were asking Jesus a bunch of questions. They were trying to trip him up to make him look like he was a liar or he was crazy in front of the people so that the people would execute him instead of the Pharisees having to do the dirty work. So the Pharisees never wanted to get their hands dirty. They wanted the people to do it so they could sit back and watch and enjoy the show. So in verse 24, but Jesus answered and said, oh, they were asking Jesus who gave him this authority, right? And Jesus answered and said to them, I will also ask you one thing. Which of you tell me, I likewise will tell you, by what authority I do these things. The baptism of John. Jesus is asking this to the Pharisees. The baptism of John. Where was it from? From heaven or from men? And they reasoned among themselves saying, If we say from heaven, he will say to us, Then why did you not believe him? See, they were sitting here trying to figure out the best thing to say. 
But if we say for men, we will fear the multitude, for all count on John as the prophet. So they answered Jesus and said, We do not know. And he said to them, Neither will I tell you by what authority I do these things. A lot of people don't want to admit that we are reincarnated souls. Even in Ecclesiastes chapter 12, verse 7. Our bodies will return to the dust from where it came, came from. And our spirit, our soul, will return to the God that gave it to us. Now, the people that want to argue that the spirit is the Holy Spirit of God, Jesus said, man will inherit seven wicked souls. And that is the karma of this generation, seven wicked spirits. In fact, the word stated in the Bible is we will inherit seven wicked spirits. Okay. So regardless of what somebody might come and tell me, nothing will ever trump what God has shown me. Why did this come up? Because this morning I went for a walk. And there was a moment last summer when I was sitting, not sitting, specifically I was singing. I was singing to God and he opened up the heavens. He did. He opened up the heavens and he was sitting on his throne. He was. He was right there. And he was proud of me for facing some things. And he wanted me to walk with confidence. What a moment. I'll never forget it. And as I was walking this morning, I was in that very same spot. And that's why God wanted me to do this today. Because many people want to use the Bible to create fear and control people. They believe they are above God. And that's not true. Okay? We are reincarnated. I know. Why do I know? Because God showed me. And nothing trumps what God has shown me. God has been showing me things for years. I know them. Even Jesus said, John the Baptist was reincarnated Elijah. That's why we inherit all these wicked things within us from one lifetime to the next. We're meant to come down here and heal and heal one another. We have lifetimes of curses. I've done things. That's why you not only have to heal the flesh. And once you heal the flesh is usually when you have your spiritual awakening. That's how it worked for me. I healed myself of this lifetime karma. But then I spiritually awakened to God. And then it was the healing of my soul. That's why there's things we need God for. Only he knows those past life things. So when there's moments in life that come up, this is such a deep topic, you guys. <laughs> because I live in a town why this is a deep topic and I don't talk about it very much because I live in a town in which old time religion rules. I've kind of tried to touch basis on this and I've been shut down because I don't have the education. I 
I don't have the education. I've never been to college. How could I ever preach this? So I don't say anything. The greatest education you can get is reading the Bible with God. Nothing comes above that. So how, Christine, explain it? Explain this reincarnation. How come some of us don't remember? Well, I didn't remember either. I didn't remember until my spiritual awakening when God started healing my soul. And I didn't just stop right there. The thing is, is some people do have a spiritual awakening and they run with it and they stop growing. They want to believe that that's the end. And that isn't the end. The spiritual awakening is just the beginning. You're just awakening to your soul. There's more. You have to pursue God to find that absolute truth. Our creator, you have to pursue the one that created you to understand why you have these soul traumas. If you want soul healing, all these soul healings I talk about are not just about this lifetime. That's why this came up. Friday, I went and had some tattoos finished up, you guys. They represent the seven wicked. I have seven stars, okay? Seven is a number. When an unclean spirit goes out of a man, see, spirit. Somebody told me from the Ecclesiastes. Spirit is the Holy Spirit. When the, when the Spirit leaves the man and returns to God, that's the Holy Spirit. Then why did Jesus here said, when an unclean spirit goes out of a man, he goes through dry places seeking rest and finds none. And he says, I will return to my house from which I came. And when he comes, he finds it empty, swept, and put in order. That's the body. Most of us are numb and dull. See, we've, we've had these soul traumas from past lives, these things we've done, we've all done things. Every single one of us has committed every sin in the Ten Commandments. Murder, adultery, all of us have done it. All of us. And suicide is considered murder of self. So that is murder. You murder yourself. That's a sin. It doesn't mean you go to hell, though. What happens is when you die, your soul dies unrested, which means it's not at peace. You haven't come to God yet. Okay, when you die unrested as an unrested soul, okay, you've killed somebody, you haven't come to terms with God. You've killed yourself, you haven't come to terms with God. You died a sudden death. You died in turmoil. Many people die with regrets. And then the very end, they don't want to go to God with peace. They die carrying those sinful things within their soul. That's why it's so very important for me to forgive those that in my past. is because I don't want them dying with those things within them. I want them to hopefully find peace in this lifetime. So when you die like that, your soul is in turmoil. God also showed me this, what a soul looks like in turmoil. It's distorted. You see the distortion of anger within the soul. 
So when the soul dies like that, there's no way for you to enter into the peaceful kingdom of heaven and be. Okay? You cannot. So you get reborn into another life that's well planned by God. To hopefully undo those karmas that you couldn't get in this lifetime or the last lifetime. If you ever wonder, it took me a long time to understand why I was born with the parents I was born with. The family I was born into. I'm not close to many of my relatives, my blood relatives. Not many. And I'm being honest. And for anybody who's my relative, if I'm close to you, you know it. There are very few that I'm like this with. My grandma Laura was one. My uncle Robbie, my aunt Sherry. Those were the people I was really close to. Everyone else, you know, they give me bits and pieces, but I was never really spiritually bound. I don't feel, I don't feel that connection with my blood family, especially my parents. I don't feel it. I don't, I don't feel the, the bond, the soul bond. Why? Why would God give me a life? This is why I didn't believe in God for a long time. Why would God give me this life with my parents who didn't love me, with a, what would you call it, a sociopath? Man loved to torture children. He he thrived on it. He he got enjoyment out of causing pain. He probably still does. That's really sad. That's how he feeds himself. That's toxicity. Why would God give me this life? I always wondered. And that's what made me go, God can't be real. But as I started uncovering my life and God showed me my past lives, this is how I found healing. God showed it to me. He showed it to me through books. He showed it to me through meditation. But I had to ask him specifically. I couldn't find it on my own. God had to show me. Okay? And as he started showing me my different paths, I know of one two with Gina, three, five if I'm counting the one I'm currently living in. Yes. And there's a reason we're in the places we're in, you guys. My job right now is almost literally a mere effect of one of my lives. Why am I there? Because I'm paying a, a debt, a spiritual debt, and I'm healing from past trauma that was caused in that lifetime with the people I'm surrounded by. I could tell them about their past lives. They'd probably just, their jaws would drop the floor. <laughs> I don't go around talking about it because it's not 
my story to tell about others. What I can tell is mine. We don't die and go to hell. I cannot stress that enough. I've had so many people have fear of this. It's not true. Hell is the choices we make and live in. I created my own hell by making poor choices. See, I made poor choices in my first lifetime, and then it drugged me down in my other one and other one and other one. It was this lifetime I started waking up to God and I healed. You don't start healing the soul until you start waking up to God. You can't. You can't do it on your own because without him, you're not going to know your whole past life to click together why you do the things you do. Why'd you have me do this? Reincarnation. And you can't tell me it doesn't say it in the Bible. Because it's not the Bible I just go off of. It's what God shows me. He showed me in the scriptures. This is why Jesus spoke in parables. You know why Jesus spoke in parables? why it's conflicting because it makes you have to go search within yourself and that's where you find God is within your heart and your soul you have to start opening yourself up and go what does this mean what do I think this mean what is truth and you get conflicted and conflicted and conflicted until you start coming to that's the truth of it because I see myself in it that's why Jesus spoke parables it made us go searching for God within us and we didn't even know it Every religion in this world has a piece of the truth. Every single one. I've studied a lot of religions. Not all of them. I found some bit of information on Scientology. It's not exactly one that I, I don't believe in it, of course. But they do believe in reincarnation. So they do have a bit of truth. But they run with it and embellish it and use fear to get people to follow them. God is not fear. So I went every anybody, you know, this is why I no longer go to church. Because they go off of book knowledge and they run with it. They're not really leaning on to God to read the scriptures. Can you do your dishes when I'm done? Thank you. What? What? I can't even hear you. I can't when you're sitting there staring at me. Reincarnation. I just want to plant that seed.
this is a very touchy topic. I don't know where to go with this. I don't know why God had me talk about it today. I have no idea why God had me talk about this today. Where did I leave off? My kids distract me. I'm easily distracted, you guys. Like, I have mom mode and I have ministry mode. Like, I have different modes. Like, when I'm around my kids, I'm not in preachy mode, so to speak. I don't fall in this mode. When I'm around my kids, I'm very loving. I'm very, you know, I just want to relax. I'm relaxed. Um, reincarnation. It's real. And nobody will ever convince me otherwise. God has shown me enough scriptures to back me up. And it's going to start coming out. People are waking up to their souls. It's going to start coming out. Churches are going to crumble. Catholic Church, it's already starting to. When you base your spirituality off of a book, you're going to crumble. Because you're not basing it off of God, allowing God to show you the truth. You're still ruling by ego. Ooh. I know something that just recently crumbled because people were ruling by ego. And it was really sad because I saw it coming. It's funny how God will show you things when you lean on to him. So you guys, I really... Under confusion. This was not a topic I was prepared to talk about. So it's got me going like this. Because I really wasn't prepared. I went for my walk. I had that moment. God was like, I want you to talk about this. I'm like, I really don't want to talk about it. Very last minute, I was like, I really don't want to talk about it. I really don't care to... Why? See, I start thinking, why? Why don't I want to talk about it if I know it's true? I want to show you guys something. My friend Gina, she asked me this. How do you deal with people who criticize? Or maybe want to tell you that you're incorrect? I just don't care. And a piece of me, when I talk about this subject, does care because a lot of the people that I was close to don't believe in this. And it would cause... I don't know if it would cause anything. It would just not be a topic we talk about. But we should talk about it. We shouldn't be forbidden. We should be able to explore all ideas of what is the truth of God. And it shouldn't be forbidden or considered sinful. I don't know where God's taking me with this. I'm literally lost, you guys. I'm lost. So let's get back going to get back to topic if you want to know the truth you have to start meditating and you have to ask God 
I did this last night. I wanted to know the details of my past life with Gina. I wanted something. I was like, God, I'm ready to know. Like that is the one life I've never saw anything in. Because we've talked about it. She's seen some stuff. And I'm like, I haven't seen nothing. Like, Why hasn't God shown me yet? We're so close. We're like this. Like, why hasn't it come to me yet? Yesterday I asked. I wanted to know. God, show me, please. Like, there's some things that just I need to click with her and I. And he did show me. He's shown me through songs, and Gina will <laughs> know which one. But he just showed me. And when you begin to see past lives and you see the wrong you did, it actually will click with the life you're living now. And it will bring deep healing and deep understanding. But truly, you guys, this is only if you're seeking it. Only if you're seeking it. For me, I wanted to go all the way. What was this I texted Gina last night? I want absolute truth. I want absolute truth. I'm not going to rest in this lifetime until I have it all. I want to know everything that I can from God. I want absolute truth. I'm going all the way. I don't care what it takes. My personal selfish gain, <laughs> it's gone. And there it is. God finally has his complete way through me. How do I know? Because I've surrendered. I've stopped fighting. And this one thing in my personal life I've been fighting for months now. I didn't realize I was fighting, but I was fighting against the very thing God's trying to bring me to. I keep going. I don't believe it. And I'm scared of it. I don't want it. Like, I just want to be safe in the arms of God. God keeps trying to put me somewhere. And I keep trying to run away. <laughs> I finally surrendered. How do I know I surrendered? Because I finally talked about the one thing I never wanted to talk about. Because I was scared that people would rise up and try to squish me. But I don't care if they rise up and try to squish me. We are reincarnated souls. You don't believe me, then read the Bible with God. Don't just quote me scripture. Go to God and ask him yourself. Pray on it. Pray with God for the truth. If you don't believe me, go to God. I did, and that's what he told me. That's what he showed me. God is not a liar. Now, don't get it twisted. I cannot, God's not going to show me your past life unless we're close friends or, you know, of that nature. But I cannot see everybody else's past life. It's just that's not, God doesn't do that. God does not give people powers like that to forecast other people's lives. I've just seen what's affected my life. And that's why I know some other people's. Doesn't mean I know their life entirely. I just know how it intermingled with mine. What a fascinating thing. 
Don't you want to know? What a beautiful verse when I found that about Elijah. John reincarnated. Where is he at today? I want to know where John the Baptist is at today. I think I actually have a clue who he is. Maybe. Jesus, is he coming? You bet you he is. Sometime. Probably soon. <laughs> really soon, actually. If you speak to people who are walking in the Holy Spirit, who really are connected with God, they'll tell you. Jesus is coming. It's not like what everybody thinks as religion preaches it. You can't get this knowledge from the church. You can't. You have to have a relationship with God yourself. You have to find it out through him. The only thing church did for me was give me education in the Bible to give me enough to get me to want more, to go find it out in God myself. That's what church did for me. But I really would only go back if I was hanging out with someone or, you know, I was wanting a specific thing. And I'll be honest about that. I'm not going to go to church on the regular ever again. It's not for me. It's not the way I have been shown by God that things are. And it is good for some people to have that congregation, but that's not my style. Church is limited. It's limited religion. It limited me. Oh, man. I could really stir the pot with this. God's probably going to have me stir in the pot all summer, you guys. That's what he's working me up to right now. This is the initial. This means it's going to come up amongst people where I'm going to have to stay. It's like political. It's like, it's like politics. Once you know your ground, you don't back down from it. Who knows what God has for me this summer? So you guys, there's reincarnation. I gave you my best. It was very muddled. Probably because I was a little bit insecure to be talking about it. It's not something I like to talk about. Um, I come from a small town of old church religion. This thing is forbidden. It would be considered, is the devil in you? I don't know. Is the devil in Jesus? Because the Pharisees thought that too. That's usually my response. You guys, oh, tomorrow we are going to finish with the Ephesians 5 man and the Proverbs 31 woman. And the reason I needed to take a break, you guys, is because, to be honest, I was going through a little internal conflict when it came to that topic. I was not seeing things clearly in my life. God was using that to open me up to see where I was mistaken, where I was wrong. He healed me with that. So I'm really grateful that I've taken the time and the space to really take a step back. And tomorrow to be able to really blend them together and really give people hope and faith. Because when it's the right person in your life, 
Take me for instance. The right man God will use to sculpt me into the Proverbs 31 woman. I didn't come that way. I wasn't born that way. Now I feel like I'm going somewhere. This feels right. Okay, nobody's born that way. But the right man in my life, God would use to sculpt me in that way. Love can move mountains. Love can change anybody. For the right person, for the man, for a Proverbs 31 woman's Ephesian man, that woman will change. It's a deep soul desire. Same thing with the Ephesians 5 man. The right woman, a man will change for. He will. He will begin to be sculpted for a higher purpose than himself. We won't realize it. See, the thing is, this whole time, I didn't realize that this was what was going on. I didn't really see it. It was in degrees. That's how clever God is. God is so very smart. Every time I say God is really smart, I came to this realizing that he's used somebody to get me right where he wanted me. How smart is God? <laughs> and that's how it's done, you guys. We're not born that way. We're created that way. It takes time. Good things take time. So that's what we're going to get into tomorrow. So you guys, it's Monday. It's been kind of rainy. The sun's coming out. It's spring. We're like the roses that are blooming. The butterflies that are coming out of the cocoons were blooming. We ourselves bloom in the kingdom of God. We can either embrace it, we can run from it, or we can numb from it. There's different ways of, of facing God trying to grow us. All of us go through this seasonal process. Some of us become more aware over the years. I'm more aware this year than I was last year. Huge difference. And you can be too when you start digging at the heart and the soul. So you guys, thank you for bearing with me on this. If you have any questions on reincarnation, just leave them in the comments below. Don't message me because I'm not going to answer. I never do. I'm so busy. But I do love you guys. And God bless.